Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Nothing like a strawberry toaster strudel. Nothing like it. On this episode of the commercial break. Fucking TJ's hard work. Yeah. <laughs> He's demanding. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm sucking off your friend. That's the spice of my life. What are you doing? I'm helping your mom vacuum the foyer. <laughs> when I come home from a long day at World of Warcraft, I expect my meals to be made. It's just one of those things. Can't you envision a future with me? Come on, Miranda. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. The heart wants what the heart wants. Oh, yes, it does. Welcome back to The Commercial Break. I'm Brian Green. This is my dear friend and co-host, Kristen Joy Holdley. Best to you, Chrissy. Best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. The Commercial Break. Violating policies everywhere. <laughs> I do love that tagline. i got to be careful that I don't creep into getting, you know, 13 taglines at the beginning of the show. I promised you and I promised myself I wouldn't do it. If I sound a little hoarse today, it's because I'm a little hoarse today. Just be mindful. It's not that I'm not my usual peppy self. It's that my throat won't let me go to 10 right now. So there you go. i got that string spring schmutz that comes around. It does. And, you know, I was reading about, like, in the south, the southeast, it's a pollen superstorm, is what they're calling it. Well, highest like pollen counts in in history in some places, uh, and it sure does feel like it. And yeah, it looks like it in my car you, too. Yeah, you and I get bad allergies. Uh, it's every miserable. Spring. I know it's miserable. And then everybody in the house gets sick, and then it goes around, and it turns into a thing. And so I'm just trying to muddle through somehow, Chrissy. That's all I'm trying to <laughs> we'll do. We'll muddle through. We'll muddle through somehow. somehow. Yes, we will. <laughs> Ooh, uh, 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 uh. Hey, uh, this is a couple weeks old now, but a sad note, and I think one that's important for the commercial break to touch on, because I, I, I kind of feel like this might be a predecessor. This might be a predecessor to the commercial break. I think so, honestly, minus all the brawls and scripted <laughs> bullshit. But Jerry Springer has passed away at age seventy-nine. When we're recording this, it's been re- it was recently when he passed away, and I know I know it's been a couple weeks, but we record ahead of time. Um, 
But I really think that we should give Jerry Springer some credit. Now, while I didn't enjoy the Jerry Springer show, it wasn't on my list of shows to watch, unbelievably, me, Brian Greene, <laughs> did not watch the Jerry Springer show. Um, and eventually it well, was... Well, it was a novelty in the beginning. Totally. I watched it because I was like... And he didn't start out as crazy. No, he was a poli- it was a political talk show. Okay. He was the mayor of Cincinnati. And that's how he got famous. That's right. He was that's the mayor right. of Cincinnati for one term from like 1977 through 81 or something like that. Okay. The mayor of Cincinnati. And then he became a popular talk show, like a, like a political talk show host, a timely topical talk show host in Cincinnati. And right. he became very famous uh, in, this, in Cincinnati for doing this particular radio show. Somebody offered him a TV show to do similar things that he was doing, and they would allow him to go into a couple markets around the Cincinnati area. So I think the show at first was just in like seven markets. Mainly Cincinnati was the driver of the viewership, and it was like they would have Oliver North on and, you know, other... (laughs) Old Ollie North? Oh, good old Ollie North. (laughs) The bastion of free speech and truth. I just remember seeing, you know, all this Ollie North stuff on when I was younger. Like that name just pops out because it was all over the news about... Here's a f- what was it that happened? So uh, <laughs> you're asking the guy who always gets it wrong. What exactly? Yeah, you're asking the guy who can't remember what he had for breakfast to talk about it. Scandal. When here's a funny <laughs> personal story. Not funny, but an interesting personal story. When we moved here to Atlanta, my house. My dad had a house that was built, and it was supposed to be ready by the time he moved the family down here. He got a new job, mm-hmm. and so he started building this house about six months before we moved down. Feeling and the contractor told him house will be ready. Okay, boss. Okay, boss. No problem, chief. <laughs> I got you covered, chief. <laughs> He'll be ready six months. No yes, worries. That's right. So my dad would come down and visit, and you know, check on progress. Check on progress, and go into the office where he was now an employee, and all this other stuff. Every time he would go to the house, it would be flooded, and they would have made no progress. <laughs> None whatsoever, because what the contractor failed to tell my father, which he may or may not have known, he probably did, was that there was an underground stream running through where the foundation of the house was, and then it spat out uh, on the other side of the house. So not only was it extremely dangerous to have children hanging around this stream that just dropped off into water, but then on top of that, it was eroding the foundation of the house, and they couldn't build on top. They kept on having trouble building on top of it. And so they had to pour the foundation a couple of times. a whole hot mess. So my dad told the contractor, go fuck yourself. Yeah. You know, he said, when the contractor said, hey, boss, my dad said, hey, you, boss. <laughs> hey, I'm your boss. Yes. And let me tell you something. Not paying for your shitty water-filled house. Yeah. So, and it was in a cul-de-sac at the end of the cul-de-sac. So my dad picked... A house up on the hill as far away from the creek as possible. He picked another, you know, the, the contractor lot. let him pick another lot. And then they built that house. We lived in an apartment together, a one-bedroom apartment, six people for Ooh. an entire summer. It was hot oh. and miserable, and yeah, it was, was no one, fun. A hot yeah. summer, not in a good way. <laughs> we came into Atlanta hot. Hot boy summer. Yeah, that's right. We came into Atlanta hot in all the wrong ways. <laughs> Like, let's stuff everybody in a corner, and hopefully hopefully they'll survive. We were sleeping on the floor. It was fucked up. But what I do remember clearly about that summer is the Ollie North trial Mm -hmm. that was on at the time. So this would have been 87 or maybe 88 or something like that. The Ollie North trial was on, the Senate hearings. And this went on for weeks and weeks and weeks. In my mind, it went on for weeks and weeks. Oh, yeah. It was never-ending. Ollie North, apparently, it's Iran-Contra affair. He was, they were apparently selling arms to fund the Mujahideen's offensive 
against the Russians who were trying to creep into Afghanistan, and they were doing that through Iran. And obviously, you know, it's not cool selling arms to Iran. Right. So, but yeah. he was apparently told by the president and his mm-hmm. right hand man to do this undercover under the secrecy of night and then he lied to this whatever you i know. can't believe there was deception in politics you it's hard to believe uh, uh, <laughs> that a general would be selling arms for profit underneath the eyes of the sure. watchful government yeah it was a whole shit show and it went on forever and ever and whatever i was young enough to not even understand any of it but my mom who is also has no fucking clue about politics, watched it, was glued to the TV because it was on every fucking channel for like two months. And so anyway, Jerry Springer would have these kind of politics, like politicians on. And, you know, he would talk about the hot button issues of the day. So the show started in 1991. Then in 92, it is picked up by NBC Universal and NBC Universal gives him full syndication in all markets. So now he's able to be in all of the major Mm -hmm. markets and the show does not do well. In its second season, it's yeah. kind of like, eh. Similar to how you first started the commercial break. Yes. With the real estate. That's right. Spin. When I went the real commercial estate Commercial real estate. Yeah. For those of you who don't know. The commercial break. The name came out of the fact that I wanted to do a podcast about the commercial, commercial real, real estate, estate business. <laughs> In your mind, you're probably thinking, wow, that would have been a whole different show. Probably better. <laughs> Where's that version? <laughs> we probably would have had more listeners. Um, so, yeah, and just like Jerry Springer, now that NBC Universal right. has picked us up, we're super popular. Right. <laughs> right. So he gets, in, he gets in this syndication, and in a drive for ratings, at that time, you have to understand the TV landscape. Afternoon television, daytime television is super popular on the backs of the females who are oh, at yeah. home watching. It was soap operas. Into into the Jenny Jones into Oprah. Oprah, Oprah was huge. Jerry Springer, yeah. People's Court. I mean, just yeah, like Maury. go uh, Maury, go on and on and on. Uh, Phil Donahue, yes, on and Sally on. Sally Jesse Raphael. That's right, Sally Jesse Raphael. Ricky Lake show, who's now doing another version of her show, by the way, as a podcast. Okay. Um. So all of these shows are in the landscape, and they're all doing the exact same thing. They are interviewing life uh, people about lifestyle issues. Mm-hmm. I'm having trouble in bed. My husband's cheating on me. You know, I was sexually assaulted, and I'm, and and now I'm feeling better. You know, all these like super personal type things. Then yeah. occasionally have a celebrity guest. On. And this was formulaic, and Oprah was leading the charge, and she was the queen of daytime television until Jerry started inviting on whoever was the trashiest human being on earth at that moment, and then told them, the wilder you can make it, the better it is. I don't care if it's honest. I don't care if it's truthful. And then they would actually script in the fights. So they would say, when he says that, you throw a chair at him, Right. So they started scripting these things yeah, in. Yeah, and they made it look kind of real because they'd have the bodyguards, remember? Yes. That, like the big guys yes. that were on the sides. They would, they would get, it would get, they, they would, would get let, into the fray. They would yeah. let them go for, for a, a while yeah. and then all of a sudden jump Well, because you can imagine, imagine you're like some, just like some, <laughs> you know, trailer park, you know, person who's had four girlfriends or whatever the deal is, right? And then yeah. you show up and they say, make it as wild as possible. And someone throws a chair at you. I don't care how <laughs> scripted it is. You're going to get pissed off eventually. Like the fight's going to become real. It's kind of like wrestling. Like, you know, yeah. okay, it's a script. It's a storyline. But once you start bleeding, you're 
you're kind of pissed off about shit, right? You're right. going to go for people for real. <laughs> so they would let it go for a minute and then they would back off. This was outrageous television at the time. People could not believe the topics that, no. were, that were on the show. And everyone, it was roundly denounced as the worst television show that had ever been there. <laughs> Jerry Springer was the devil, and this had to get off the air. And as a matter of fact, was pulled off the air in a number of markets. And I'll tell you the name of the episode that really got things shaken up Ooh. for... You ready? Okay, yeah, I'm Just, ready. Um, I, I'm not even going to let you venture a guess, because the one episode, the first episode that pulled Jerry off the air for a period of time in most major markets, I just married my horse. <laughs> 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 that was the name of the episode. I just married my horse. Okay. Yes. So, and he, I mean, it, before Alex that. Alex is another day in the life on, you know, My Strange Love Addiction yes. or whatever. That's, it, that's it. And, and this is what I, and this is the point that I, I want to make is that mm-hmm. like some of the, to- the OG. some of the topics are my boyfriend turned out to be a girl. I met a lady online. She turned out to be a man. I want my boyfriend to stop watching so much porn. Like there's all these names of these, these episodes that now you, it's commonplace. Like right. at the commercial break, we review these type of stories all the time, and there's not a bit of backlash about it. And the reason is because Jerry made it something that we could talk about. So somewhere in all the craziness and bullshit and lies and scripting and all that stuff that, by the way, many people didn't know was scripted because – that's just not how television worked back then. You didn't know all no, the secrets. No, you thought it was true. Yeah, there wasn't paparazzi, internet paparazzi following you around every five seconds and getting the scoop five days before it even aired and all this other shit. And not many people understood reality television at that point, and it was just being formed. So many of these producers, it, they were like, it was like the Wild West. What can we do to get ratings if we have to write it into a script? Mm-hmm. Let's do that. But one of the things I have to say about the Jerry Springer show like I think maybe the Howard Stern show and some of these other shows that were considered so raucous and, and you know, just like I said, roundly denounced at the time, they broke through walls that otherwise may not have been broken through. You may not have liked the method, but the message behind it, under it, was it's okay to date a trans person. It's okay to have three lovers at the same time. Yeah. It's okay what seemed like crazy television and was because you'd never seen it personally in your own home, you got desensitized and informed on the facts that many this people is out there, this is out there. People live different lifestyles. Mm-hmm. And so I have to applaud the Jerry Springer show in that sense. It, it may not have always come across as, you know, non-judgmental. It may not have always come across in the best way, but because Jerry Springer put it on television, a lot of us now see the world in a whole different way. Our perspectives are different because that's not that big of a deal. Like, that's, okay, who fucking cares if he's dating a, a woman that lo- that is actually a man, a woman, a person that looks like a man, a woman that's actually a man. Who cares yeah. if you're marrying your horse? That's or, not a big deal. Or even, you know, paternity tests. <laughs> yes, paternity tests. Now, I mean, I, I know pe- per- people personally that have found out through those, you know, 23andMe and Ancestry that their dad is not their dad. Yep. And, you know, because it was talked about on these shows, or specifically Jerry Springer at first. It's probably, not so taboo. It's not like, oh, you've never heard that before. True. And it's it's less taboo because that's the way it works. And that's why I think – that's where I think actual comedy has its place in this universe is that you look at some of the comics <clears> – <throat> some of the great comics of our time who have been real poets like Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock and um, – Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy and George Carlin. Mm-hmm. And 
there are oh, so many. There are so many others that that I could mention, and and women too. By the way, I'm not just like naming all the the males. There's so many comedians and comedians out there who go out and they present this dark satirical humor with topics that are considered taboo and everyone giggles and laughs and when they're laughing it means you're getting to them right Mm -hmm. it's your guard is down you're understanding something you didn't understand they're presenting it in a new way it's a very progressive form of art and a lot of times the comedians are the ones who are leading the charge with the progressiveness or sharing with you their perspective that's totally different than we had heard before i agree and jerry springer i think was one of those those people so i i do have to applaud him now all of that said, <laughs> the Jerry Springer show, in retrospect, is still a total fucking shit show. I mean, when you watch it now, it's because I went back and watched a few minutes of some episodes, and I'm like, wow. Well, and now it's even taken a place like in the lexicon of of people's you know view of the world. Like, oh my god, that's so Jerry Springer, so Jerry Springer. Like, yeah. look at all the drama, look at all the craziness, the nuttiness, Jerry Springer. Yeah, in like. Also, I think uh, I, wa- I watched a video, and I think this person on Instagram might be right. I think Jerry Springer may have presented the very first ever publicly understood, known, seen catfishing story <laughs> from MySpace back in like oh, 1993 MySpace. or four. So whenever whenever MySpace got on there, now could it have been scripted? Probably was right. But they presented a story. I met this person. Looked completely different. You know, and then when they showed up in person, it ended up being a man in in uh, dressed as a woman, right? But the reality was they may have presented the first ever online catfishing story on the public airwaves. And it's just so crazy to think. So Jerry ended his show in 2018, and there are a million spinoffs. Some of them I mean, still going. Was, was it still going through 2018? I didn't have any clue. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember even thinking about Jerry no. Springer in the 2000s. <laughs> like, I really don't. After 9-11, I, think, I just think yeah. that Jerry Springer was no longer a person I paid attention to. But I do have to say that that's one hell of a run from 91 to 2018. Absolutely. Yeah, and he died at 79 years old, apparently of pancreatic cancer, which is a tough yeah. way to go. But um, isn't that how Steve Jobs went, too? Steve Jobs went to pancreatic cancer, didn't he? Was it he? pancreatic? I know he had cancer. Or was it liver cancer? No, I think it was pancreatic yeah, cancer. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's one of those tough bad one. ones. Yeah, yeah you don't want pancreatic one. cancer. I mean, you don't want any cancer, but pancreatic yes. cancer, certainly not. Um, so, Jerry, you know, you, you've got to give your hats off to him for breaking down walls. I don't think he necessarily made great content. I think I've told this story before. I had friends in high school that were on the Jerry Springer show multiple times, basically with the same story that was basically brewed up in a conversation (laughs) while they were high one time at home. Like they said, wouldn't it be crazy (laughs) if my best friend was sleeping with her best friend, was sleeping with his best friend, was sleeping with the dog and this whole, they made up this whole story. Somebody's pregnant. We don't know who the dad is. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now that's just commonplace. Apparently you just don't tell anybody who your dad is. So they wrote the Jerry Springer show, I don't know, emailed or wrote or whatever they did back in the time, right out of high school. And I remember hearing that some people I went to high school with were on the Jerry Springer show and getting a hold or finding that on television and watching it and going, that is such horseshit. We went to Catholic school. I know that girl. She didn't sleep with anybody. And that guy, he certainly didn't get laid. This is such bullshit. It was all bullshit. But they let them run with it on Jerry Springer. And when confronted with the fact that, hey, this is clearly not a real story, right? They were like, oh, no, of course it's not. We just made it up. But yeah. the producers never fact-checked that one thing. Oh, no, you just said it, and then they put it on. 
and they flew him up to Chicago, and apparently it was a wild night. Like, they flew him up two days before, <laughs> and then the night before the show, apparently it was a wild night where some of the assistant producers went out with them and then egged them on. Uh-huh. Like, we're egging the story on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, go with oh, that. Go I was with sleeping that. with my dog, and then he shit on your dick? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he didn't really shit on my dick. No, he shit on your dick. Even though you didn't know he shit on your dick, he shit he on your dick. He yeah, he did it. He shit on your dick, literally. <laughs> and so they were like egging him on to this craziness. Yeah. And I thought to myself, this was like, and I, I got to remember, I'm like a 20-year-old Brian. I, this is my first indication that this reality show world is not quite the way it is. As a guy who almost made it onto season four of The Real World, <laughs> had they ever opened the video I sent them, I would have certainly been a lock. <laughs> As a guy who almost was on season four, five, six, and seven of The Real World. (laughs) Almost. Yeah, they were probably like, another video for Brian. (laughs) Put it in the pile. (laughs) Rob Dyrdek can use it on his show 20 years in the future when we we focus on idiots sending us stupid videos. (laughs) I never forget. I sent that tape in, man. I was – so you send in a – you send in a form, yes. you write in, and then they write you back, and then you write in again. They ask you all these questions, and you have to write the answers. And then on the third one, they asked for a video. I think is how it went, right? And I remember taking my dad's like huge camcorder right. and standing in front of it like, Hi, I'm Brian Green I'm Ra- from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm really excited to be on The Real World because I also live in the real world. I'm a, I'm a singer in a band called... 33 penis. (laughs) I wanted to be that rocker guy from the first season. Uh And then I wanted to be Puck from the second season. Puck. (laughs) Puck. Oh, my God. I remember Puck. Yeah, too bad he ended up being a neo-Nazi or some shit. Wasn't he? Didn't he end up being like a real creepy motherfucker? Yeah. Yeah, but at first I was like, I could be Puck. I could spit in people's <laughs> drinks. That's cool, man. That's cool. <laughs> I was so willing to do whatever real world wanted me to do. And I think that's mainly why I didn't get on the show is because they were like, this guy is not authentic in any way, shape, or form. He's saying anything and everything. I'm in a band. I'm super cool. Here, look at my chest hair. <laughs> look at my body. <laughs> look at my body. Look at me in a swimsuit. That probably did it for him. They were like, nope. <laughs> that is not brand safe. Whatever that is, is not brand safe. You should have sent your tape into Jackass, right? Oh, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> And then one time here, the local radio station had this contest where they were, I think I told this story too, where everyone was for two years, three years, the Morning X, which was like the most popular local radio show in the country for years. On 99X? Yeah, the Morning Mm -hmm. X. Yeah. And they were, 99X was, was the first radio station to flip alternative back in the 90s playing only Pearl Jam, Screaming Trees, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, Soundgarden Nirvana. yeah, Nirvana, um, you know, a- any of the whole, the whole nine yards, right? So they had this morning, they had this contest in the morning where they would put seven people in a car in a mall, and whoever was the last one in the car won the car. Wait, seven people in a car in a mall? In a mall. The car was parked in the mall. Inside the mall? Inside the Lennox okay. Mall. Yeah, it was parked inside the Lennox Mall, and then the seven people would live in this car, and the last <laughs> one standing would win the car. So this might go on for a week or two, right? Yeah. And they were only allowed out for, I think it was... Um, you just had to sit in the car? With seven other people 24 hours a day? <laughs> that's insane. Are you kidding me? No, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's all you could do is sit in the car? Dude, one and eat? hairy ass fart, and I'm out yeah. of there. I'm like, see you later. <laughs> I'm done.
So they had this whole audition process for like year number three or four. And it was at a bar. They would go around to a couple different bars. You would stand up and one of one or all three of the morning show members would ask questions in front of an audience. You would answer and then, you know, whatever. So I waited. I went to one of these bars. I waited for like two. I, I got my number. I was lucky enough to get a number. I was so convinced this was my thing. This was serendipitous. Yeah. This was all the stars aligning. I was going to become famous because I was sitting in a car full of farts and Cheetos for seven days <laughs> on the local radio <laughs> station. <laughs> oh, dreams. Oh, they're dreams. Oh, the dreams how they fizzle, How they fizzle and fade. <laughs> Aspirations. Aspirations. Yeah, yeah aspirations are right. <laughs> so I get up on st- – my number is like 212, right? And so it starts at 9, and by 1130, I am shit-wasted. Me and the friend who had taken me had had like five pitchers of beer. We were so hammered. I was so incredibly intoxicated, and they called my number. I was also so incredibly nervous. So they call my number. That sounds like when I did the Hotel Impossible. Yes, exactly like when you did Hotel Impossible. <laughs> Only imagine that three more hours of drinking. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you see, you got a <laughs> right. clear picture of what's going on? <laughs> okay. You've seen me drunk a lot. Imagine me, the most drunk you've ever seen me, <laughs> okay. right? Which I don't know when that would have been, but if there, you've certainly been there. Mm-hmm. The most drunk I have ever been and take it like 15% okay. further. wow. So I was hammered. I got up there, and I don't remember one fucking question that was asked. I don't remember one fucking response I gave. But I know this. Lots of people spent a couple minutes up there. I did not even spend a minute up there. They were like, okay, thank you. And I get off stage, and I'm walking off stage, and there's a camera right in my face. It's like, hey, we're with Georgia Tech, and we're, doing, we're recording this for our local whatever. Uh, you know, tell, us why you, yeah, tell us why you want to do farts in a car. <laughs> And I was like, oh. How often do you masturbate? Uh, seven times. I was so drunk. I know that tape is floating around somewhere, and I know eventually it's going to come out, so I'm just warning people. It's probably ugly. It's probably not good. God. It's probably not well, you good. Can get, hey, my dad went to Georgia Tech, so maybe I could get him get access somehow to those archives. Yeah, you got to imagine some, you know, those guys at Georgia Tech, they're not throwing things away. That's not the kind, no. of, that's not kind of the kind of people that throw things no. away. They can always use it for something, right? So it's probably sitting in some archive somewhere. Yep. 1999, Brian Green, super shit faced. <laughs> If you go to Georgia Tech, Google that in your archives there and see, uh, you know, do your little search thing and see if that comes up. And just before you play it, just give me the heads up yeah, so exactly. I can go underground for a couple of years. <laughs> so I can warn my wife. I can get the divorce right. attorney involved sooner rather than later. Warn the, the school, the school. Yes. The school, the, your children's That's schools. Right. <laughs> As if it's not bad enough. He thought he was just doing a podcast, yes. but there's more. That's right. Thank you, everybody, for coming to the special, uh, uh, the special meeting of the, of the school. I'd like to now allow Brian to come up and talk a few words. Uh, shit's gonna hit the fan. Right. There's probably gonna be a lot of press around. People are gonna want to pay you a lot of money to say bad things about me. And I understand if you got to do it. I really do. Just please, please, please let my children stay at this school. <laughs> I'm going to go hide out in Mexico for a couple of years. 
just forget I was ever here. Right. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I can't even imagine what's on that tape. It's probably really bad. But I'd be interested in seeing it if somebody I has would it. too. So with oh yeah. We'd pay money <laughs> to get would. that here. We yeah. Would. I'd pay money and I promise to play it. I <laughs> yeah. just want to edit it a little yeah. bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> And now, the special presentation of Brian from the Morning X Audition Show. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Our special edited version of Brian Green. Wait, I have a question. Did you ever see the people that actually won from this, this specific uh interview did, were there people him? in the room that got up and talked did they win well did you ever kind of like follow up to see who actually got into the car like did oh yeah you well, visit I the to people it. in the car i listened to it no i didn't go visit the people in the car <laughs> i was so I was no scared. that was me <laughs> i was supposed, I was supposed to, be. to be there <laughs> you want an eighth i'll tell you what we'll switch out and we'll split the car <laughs> tag me in they'll never notice <laughs> But I was concerned. I was a cigarette smoker at the time. I was concerned about how you smoke a cigarette. And so I actually asked the question of one of the DJs, (laughs) like on the break or something. I was like, hey, honey, get a cigarette in. You know, and they said, well, you you can take a smoke break every once in a while. I was like, oh, okay, good. Um, (laughs) So with the passing of Jerry Springer, I thought we should just let's take a minute and let's review an old Jerry Springer segment. What do you think? Yeah, Yeah. no, I like that. For those of our audience who remembrance, way too young. My, I know so many people who wouldn't even have been teenagers when this show was hot. Like they're not even, not even children, maybe Mm -hmm. they're so young. It started in 1991 and I don't mean to date myself, but as a two-year-old back then, I was really, (laughs) took me a couple of years to get, you know, I'm just trying to make myself sound younger. I'm not. Okay. So without further ado, TCB. Hey you, guess you, I hate to interrupt all the fun, but I just want to remind you that tcbpodcast.com is where you find all the audio and the video, plus you can contact us to get your free 21 EPM sticker. Just go to tcbpodcast.com, hit the contact us button, tell us you want a sticker, drop us your address, and off we go. Plus, you can write to us at 855-TCB-8383, that's 1-855-TCB-8383. For all of our international listeners, we'll pick up the toll, go ahead and text us. If you have comments, questions, concerns, content ideas, we're taking them all at 855-TCB-8383. If you want to view the commercial break in a whole new light, go to youtube.com slash the commercial break to see the fully edited episodes. You'll love it or your money back, I promise. While you're at it, hit us up on Instagram at the commercial break and TCB live on TikTok. So let's take a minute to hear from our sponsors and then we'll be back to this episode of the commercial break. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. 
Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash rs10 today. TCB. I was trolling on the internet. As you do. As I do do. And I'd like to review a Jerry Springer segment. Let's all watch this together and we'll figure out what it's all about. How's that? Okay, sounds good. Harry says he's hoping to charm his way into his girlfriend's heart. Harry, what's going on? Uh, I'm an 18-year-old man that's madly in love with my girlfriend. Oh. Well, good for you. How that's right. I forgot this about the show, too. The audience was very involved. Yeah, they encouraged involvement. Yes, screaming very. and yelling and... and Ooing and eyeing. Ooing and eyeing. And sometimes throwing <laughs> chairs at people. Yes. Yeah, the, the audience is just as wild as... I, th- mm-hmm. I, I actually think you're right about this. This is a big important part of the show that we didn't touch on, is the audience was encouraged to be just as wild. Yes. And that was a big part of the success of the show, I think, is you tuned in just to see what the, how the audience was going to react. Right, and they were feeding, then the guests were oh, yeah. feeding then off of the totally. audience. And there was a whole room of shit show. So, yeah. <laughs> Hot mess. Everyone from the, from the host... <laughs> To the executive, executive, executive assistant producer, they were all shitheads and they were all working toward the same goal of making it as outrageous as possible. That's right. You've been going with her? Uh, about a year and one day. Oh, wow. <laughs> so yesterday was your anniversary. Yes, it was. Why do we congratulate people for their anniversary? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Days come, days go, they pass. Like, is there a certain, like, I don't know. It always seems like a silly thing. Except for when it's my anniversary with my wife, Astrid. She is beautiful, and I love her very much. That's right. I will never leave her. <laughs> and you're here with that in your hand? It, you, what is that? It's a proposal gift. It's actually a bracelet. Ooh, very a nice. Charm Ooh, bracelet. Nothing like the proposal bracelet. A charm bracelet. Yeah, a charm bracelet. Whoa. Will you does marry it ha- me? It, does it have uh, like I remember charm bracelets? They were big with girls. Oh yeah, yeah. A, a long time ago, but <laughs> back in the old timey days. <laughs> when you used to have the little, but yeah, you would have a bracelet and it would have little, you know, so, uh, open it, you know, little holes, and you would collect the charms. Then one would be bought for yeah. each milestone of Ooh. something. So I'm picturing like you know the charm bracelet. Does it have like little wedding bells? Yeah, of course. You know, nothing says I love you and I'd like to get married to you like they a would charm bracelet. They would clink around. Yeah, like a charm bracelet from Walmart. Of course, I'm talking to one of my friends about their daughter going to the Taylor Swift concert, and she bought enough bracelets to cover all the way to her shoulder Ooh. so she can give them out. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> for her anniversary. As if the $7,000 for the ticket wasn't enough. You have to. Her mom had to go pay for 3500 For your bracelets. anniversary, you're Sorry, giving it to her. Actually, I'm going to be proposing to her. Oh. Wow. Okay. Well, good for you. And I assume everything's going really well. Yeah. Yeah. It is. You love her? I love her very much. Where did you? Yeah, we're doing great. Caught her with my dad's dick in her mouth the other day. I said, hey, what's going on? And she said, I'm trying to be part of the family. I said, that's wonderful. Here's my charm bracelet. Will you marry me? Well, let me point out, too, that the name of this episode is Too Lazy, Lazy to Leave. leave. So where's this going? Because he know. doesn't seem like he wants to leave. I don't know, but thank God, like, Astrid's <laughs> too lazy to leave. <laughs> it's me. We met on Facebook, but uh, she did it to be honest post, and that's uh, basically a tells your honest opinion of how she feels about somebody. Yeah. She wanted to get to know me better, thought yeah. I was a pretty cool guy. Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to be thirsty. I'm not going to sit there and just keep hitting her up. So I left it at that, and I ended up finding out we had some mutual friends. I asked her how she knew him, and we started talking, talked for a little bit, and we actually started dating. 
I, uh, first time we ever hung out, I met her dad. Shook his hand, he gave me a curfew, I had her back on time. And then I waited a couple of days and, uh... How old is this girl? Shook her hand, her dad gave her a curfew? Yeah. Yeah, first of all. Second of all, I love origin stories, like how people have met and they fell in love. I'm already asleep on this one. I know. Who cares? <laughs> I brought her over to my house. I lived with my grandma at the time. Yeah. I introduced her to my grandma. My grandma was absolutely in love with her. My grandma doesn't like, like, anybody, yeah. honestly. They're meeting liked, each other's uh, families that's on the good. first date? You said the first no, date? No, they said they'd been dating for a while, and oh, he brought her well, over to meet grandma. And, no, well, unless I missed it. But either way, who cares? We're already asleep on this origin story. Okay, you met on Facebook like everybody else. <laughs> oh, so my that's grandma a good song. knew something about her, and she liked it a lot. Yeah. And I knew right then and there, I was like, my grandma doesn't like anyone. This, this has to mean something. Yeah. So I, I went with it. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like when my dog sniffs somebody when they come in the door. I'm like, this means something. This means something. I love when you're like you're dating somebody and they're like, you meet their animal for the first time and they're like, they never like anybody. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, what do they do? Gnaw off someone's balls when they walk in the door? How do you know the difference? <laughs> you shouldn't trust your dog's intuition. I mean, please, if your dog starts growling at somebody, you should pay attention. Yeah. But just because they allow someone to pet them doesn't mean you got to marry them. And a great year. It's been an amazing year. Okay. So, well, good luck to you with the proposal. That's super. What's your name, Miranda? So here, oh, Miranda. So here, we have <laughs> set up this whole premise that this guy is in love. He met somebody. This is how the Jerry Springer show rolls, by the way. Either he's in on it, the guest, or everybody else in the audience understands that when this guy is setting this up to do a proposal live on air, that means she's going Something's to say going no. Down. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Here's Miranda. Okay, here comes Miranda, attractive girl. Yeah. Here she comes. The crowd's already ready for a fight. They're hoping she just comes out and hits them right away. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, little kissing. I got you a gift for our anniversary. It's been an amazing year, and I love you so much. But I want to explain to you what it is. It's a bracelet. I got it from the bowling alley in one of the claws. I spent $7 worth of quarters trying to find that bracelet. It's hard to get those things That's with the right. claw. And now, with my grandmother's approval, <laughs> I'd like to invite you to be married on Facebook. <laughs> Listen to his voice, huh, Chrissy? I know. <laughs> He's just a kind Midwestern boy. We met on Facebook. I texted her, and then she texted me back, hello, <laughs> And then when she texted hello, I said, hi, uh, it's nice to meet you. She also said the same thing. Then I also told her that I live in Livingston. She said she lived in over the river. And so we had to make a rain. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> this guy needs a class in storytelling. <laughs> from, that, from that other from thing. From the other guy. Yeah, Bravo. Right. Bravo. <laughs> they're they're clinky. The first one. Here's a one. It's our one-year anniversary in one day. An M for you, Miranda. A wine glass, since we do like to drink sometimes. <laughs> a wine glass, since Grandma lets me have some wine with dinner sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a Robitussin bottle for our favorite Friday night activity, drinking Robitussin. <laughs> <laughs> Here is a black mamba dildo for our favorite sex toy. That's right. 
<laughs> and here's a picture of my grandma because I like to watch grandma when we're having sex just to make sure she knows that I love her. <laughs> the P for me, Perry. For penis. <laughs> and then Perry's a little penis. heart. That... P- Perry's little penis. <laughs> Perry's pee pee. Opens because my heart is always open for you. And here's a picture of your vagina. Hoping your vagina is always open for me. <laughs> Will you marry me? <laughs> Thanks, Chrissy. <laughs> this is my new favorite character. It's my new favorite character because it, it's easy on my voice when I'm sick. That's right. <laughs> I picked the perfect clip. We'll, yeah, we'll use that one. Yeah, we might, we might have to do the second. What's his name again? We're going to have to do another episode in character. <laughs> I have no idea what my name is. <laughs> It's Perry. Don't you remember? Perry. Perry. That's right. Perry's penis. Perry's a little peepee. This one says always and forever because I will always and forever love you. Who approved of all this talking on the Jerry Springer show? I'm just wondering. X and the O's for hugs and kisses because I always love to do that with you. And a heart Jerry's and key. Like, the Jerry's like, yeah, can you get whoa, on with it? All right. Let's keep this yeah. rolling. <laughs> I'm in my 33rd year of doing this show. Yeah, and on. if I know one thing, it's you are not letting people are tuning out all over the country. <laughs> you can literally hear people clicking off the TV. It's kind of why I picked this clip because it's so mundane, but hang tight. Oh, yeah. You have the key tomorrow. You also have the keys to my apartment, so you're going to have to start paying some rent. <laughs> see your hand? It's very nice. Jared, I, it's very nice. Can I see your hand? It's very, it's very nice. Our producers did a good job buying it for you. Yeah. yeah. Will you marry me? Why did they bleep that out? Because they don't want her last name on television. Oh. Yeah. You know I've cheated on you. <laughs> You do know I've cheated on you. It's okay. <laughs> I like watching. <laughs> I know you sent me the videos, and I, I actually enjoy them, if I've got to be honest. I'd like to cuckold for the rest of the relationship. Yeah, I'd like to introduce my boyfriend, David. I put a D on here for David's dick. <laughs> That's your boyfriend, and I would like to touch his dick. <laughs> oh, wait, what did he say? Hold on a second. I think he said that's in the past. Don't worry, that's yeah, in the past. Yeah, he said that was in the past. Wow. Yeah, but... That was six months ago. Well, not, that's not the only time. Oh. Jerry. Let's Jerry see. goes, well... Well, that's it. <laughs> Here thank, we go. Thank God we got off the bracelet bit. Now we're getting into some meat and potatoes. Here we go. Listen, I could take it when you cheated on me six days ago, but if you're telling me there's one from last night, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> He was okay with the other cheating. Now she's like, that's not the only one. And clearly, clearly she's acting. I've cheated on you with TJ. TJ. I've also slept with TJ. (laughs) What's the big deal? (laughs) Who's TJ? My friend TJ. No, your brother TJ. (laughs) Your dad TJ. (laughs) TJ, your dog. Yeah. We, we've we hung out before though So it's not like 
It was a big difference. What? Oh, it's not like it's a big difference. TJ and I hung out before. <laughs> I mean, I figured if we're hanging out, might as well might let him well slip his sex. cock yeah, in me. Yeah, might as well have sex. Yeah, slip it in. Why not? We're just friends. We're hanging out. Yeah. You seriously live under me and my mom's roof. You just bore me. Like, I see you every and you just don't excite me anymore. I can't understand what's not exciting about this. <laughs> Look at the total package. I've got both man boobs and pants that I've been wearing since 1997. What is not exciting? Tell me how I can change it. <laughs> you know, I'm going to repeat our origin story. I thought that was exciting. Uh, well, you know why I don't excite you? Because I'm, I'm working for us for our future. I'm working every day. I'm trying to make a future for us. But well, I think you missed one big part here, bud. Is that you can be ex- you can be working for the future and totally ignore the pillars of your relationship, and that's what Brian has done uh, with the commercial break. <laughs> 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 thank God we, <laughs> thank God we got some listeners now, or I probably probably would have a wife. When you leave your job for two months and just to hound over me, just to watch over my shoulder. It's it's not worth it. You realize why I did that, right? Because that was the first time you cheated on me. I couldn't trust you. I had no trust for you. Yeah, because I knew if I would to go out, I would cheat on you. Oh. Wow. Well, I guess you got your answer there, but I, I don't think I don't think she's going to say yes to the marriage proposal. No, just throwing that out there. I, I, I don't think there's any but, convincing. Yeah, but if you're going to stay with someone, here's my opinion about cheating. If someone shows you who they are and they cheat on you and you decide to stay, you cannot lord it over them for the rest of their lives. Because that will for sure kill the relationship. So taking two months off work to lord over her so she to make sure she doesn't go anywhere, it's kind of weird, bro. It's kind of strange. Also, I thought he was working towards the future. (laughs) What happened to the job? Well, I was working toward the future. (laughs) Now my job is watching you. You Let's go to the grocery store together. Are you do you have to take a shit? Okay, I'll be in the bathtub. <laughs> I'll be in the bathtub just making sure everything's okay. We have to make sacrifices, don't we? For a relationship? You know, you know everything I've sacrificed for you? Yeah, I sacrificed some two months for my job. I quit hanging out with all my friends. I quit smoking weed for you. The bottom says quit job so yeah. he could keep an eye on Miranda. Quit, yeah, quit job so Miranda can be given. He quit smoking weed for her. I used to be super exciting. I used to go out and do stuff, and now I quit smoking weed. I I lost all my motivations. (laughs) I used to play video games 27 hours a day. Now I'm only into 23. I quit everything for you. No, we didn't know. (laughs) I quit everything for you. You just don't excite me. Like, with TJ, it's different. We actually go out and do stuff. You don't. How did he miss TJ? Yeah, how did he miss TJ? He's quit his job specifically to focus on watching her. If after two months of watching her and she's still cheating on you with your best friend, yeah, it's a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) What? Hey, where are you going? I'm going to fuck TJ. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, just be careful. Did she say going to fuck TJ or good luck TJ? I couldn't quite hear it. I'll be here playing World of Warcraft. See you soon. (laughs) I quit smoking weed. I'm going through a real hard time. Can you stay home tonight? No. 
DJ rides hard and fast. You're an asshole. <laughs> you and my mom can stay here and watch Jerry Springer. Because I'm working for our future. I'm not working just for to have fun and parties whenever I want. I'm actually I'm doing things for us, not for the moment. I want I'm looking for the future. It's you should look for the future. It's probably headed your way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You might want to find a different future path. Yeah, I think you're about to find a future fiance because this girl does not sound at all. First of all, if this is at all real, which it's not, but let's say it was, she is a real bitch. Like, you don't have to break the news to him like this. You could be like, hey, bro, not working for me, but thank you. Or No, Brian, you have to do it on Jerry Springer. And I know. It's the That's only place. The I, yeah. if, I, if she won't say yes I mean, while I'm lording real. over her at home. It's not real unless you do it on Springer. Of course it's not. That's That's her mom's favorite show. <laughs> If you can't win her over at home in front of her mother, then you got to go on Jerry Springer. <laughs> that little bit of additional pressure. <laughs> no pressure, just millions of people across yeah. the United States. Yeah. It's fine. No, it's just did not. You kinda, did you kind of notice that maybe there was no electricity there recently? No, not really. I you thought she was being real passionate. I also didn't notice that she was fucking DJs. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I had know. no idea. Uh, no clue what's going on. Yeah, apparently. Jerry goes. Hey, did you notice the electricity was off? <laughs> no, I mean the actual electricity. <laughs> whatever your whatever future you're working for doesn't include electricity. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how do you not know he's fucking? I don't yeah, know. That well. Yeah. yeah. We live together, so it's it yeah, is under like the me and my mom's roof, though. And he doesn't do anything. He sit, he comes home from his job and he sits and plays video games. All day. I knew it. I knew and it. Not for the last two months. Well, he said. Well, he said they cheated. He cheated on her six months ago, and then he took off two work. Two. <laughs> Hello. Where are you, Miranda? I always feel like somebody's watching me. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> I told you not to watch me showering, TJ. Perry. <laughs> I'm just making sure you're okay. You know how that you know how TJ likes to sneak in the shower. There's that window. TJ's right here. <laughs> how did you get in there? <laughs> I didn't notice. I'm fucking that. your broad, dude. Go back to World of Warcraft. It's all good. We'll hang out tomorrow night. <laughs> I love you, Miranda. <laughs> I have to clean up after him like I'm his mother. But I'm 18. I want to go have friends. And I don't anymore because I've lost them because of you. Yeah. Well, I work every day. I... Well, it, that doesn't matter to her. She wants but other things. He hasn't things. been working. Yeah, he hasn't been working. Well, he quit he, his job. No, he worked for... T no, you. I, I think you're missing the timeline okay. here. Okay. It was six months ago when she cheated. Then he took off two oh, months. Now he's back to work. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it's confusing to keep up with this story because, quite frankly, this is a very boring man. When he talks, I tune out. I'm like, ah, whatever. I can understand. <laughs> I can understand what she's saying. Come home because I want to relax. I don't want to just go home, like work every but day. But I shouldn't have to clean home. up after you. Well, what do you do at home? You don't work. So I would expect you to do stuff at home. Fucking TJ's hard work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's demanding. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm sucking off your friend. That's the spice of my life. What are you doing? I'm helping your mom vacuum the foyer. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
when I come home from a long day at World of Warcraft, I expect my meals to be made. It's just <laughs> one of those things. Can't you envision a future with me? Come on, Miranda. Do you want charm do you want TJ the coke dealing? Do you the coke dealing asshole who knows everybody at the bar and drives that Corvette, or do you want Perry and his pee pee, his Perry penis, living with your mom, playing World of Warcraft? And working at least three hours a day with my online MLM company. <laughs> you too can be I, a millionaire. Yeah, I've been selling what's those? What are those spandex? What <laughs> are those spandex? All the girls hated. That, you know, what I'm talking about the MLO company. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, they, were, they did a whole series. I don't want to say it. the wrong name because oh, yeah. Amazon, but yeah, it's not Lululemon. No, no, it's no, not. no that's no, a very no, legitimate no. company. Yeah, yeah. Is it like I don't know, whatever it is. I forget yeah. what it was. Cause I never wore them, so I don't know. But I'm selling AG1 all over. <laughs> the play <laughs> all right so, here's tj oh, oh they got tj uh, we got tj oh what's up oh, for those what's of you up? Yeah, what's up and now security's on stage as oh, yeah. if perry's gonna do anything <laughs> the guy's barely got a heartbeat <laughs> First of all, TJ walks in and he's Billy Badass. He's got yeah. sleeve tattoos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see why got a TJ was. Yeah. Yeah. Look at her. She's wet already. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> She's like, fight, fight, yeah. fight, 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 fight. <laughs> how you gonna how you gonna do this? I man? told you what it was. Man, I thought we were cool, man. I told you multiple times, man. Multiple times. I told you the girl's hot. There's multiple dudes out there that want that would kill to be with her, including me, man. Like I forgot to tell you, I happen to be one of those dudes looking to fuck her. And then I just so happened to be fucking her. So, you know, I told you multiple times. I tried to tell you. I said, hey, man, uh, you want to go to Starbucks and get some coffee? What I really meant was I'm putting my dick inside your girl. I told you. I tried to tell you. But you, you were real with me. You kept it real with me, man. Like, I thought I could trust you because you're, you're like my older brother. You, you, I've always looked up to you. Man. You, you, go, you give me all the advice. Man. Man, don't, don't I just don't like your girl's that. pussy. Yeah. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't got a good comeback. I just like that pussy. You know what I'm saying? Man. And why do all these guys? I'm, I just hate the. the <laughs> now I won't even say it. Oh, I you. You, you, yeah, you, no, you, you a true. little bitch. I mean, what, what am I supposed to I mean, you don't. Do- I mean, what am I supposed to do? You a little bitch. <laughs> your girlfriend pussy hot. I don't know. You know, what's a guy supposed to do? I'm forced to fuck your girlfriend. That's what I got to say. Someone got to take care of it. I love this reasoning. I love this reasoning. You're a little bitch, so I fucked your girl. (laughs) You my boy, I tried to tell you. I tried to tell you. (laughs) You my boy. You as white as the driven snow, bro. (laughs) You ain't nobody's boy. Nothing, man. What what type of man lets her girl go go skinny dipping with nothing but a bunch of men? Like, who who does that, bro? Who does that? I happen to be one of the bros skinny dipping... (laughs) With your girl. And my dick slipped in. It happens. <laughs> the fuck, bro? You little bitch. <laughs> but I was there. I mean, still, I, regardless of the fact, man, that's not the point. My point is, what do you Regardless do? of the fact, that's not the point. Regardless of that fact. Right, the regardless of that fact. I don't like that fact, so regardless <laughs> of it. That's <laughs> ridiculous. What, what what do you do for her? I mean, do I'm you, working every day. Do you support her? Yeah, I support she, her. She tell me different. Well, how's that? Do you want to be with her? Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah, kind of. You know, right. in a fuck kind of way. Now, yeah. now you put me on the spot? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Like in a slide your dick in and out kind of way. Like a skinny dipping tag team kind of. 
multiple tag team spit roast kind of, you know, making money on Pornhub kind of way. Yeah, yeah, of course. She got a great ass. What I mean, you know, he's a little bitch. What else am I going to do? <laughs> he's my boy, but he's also a bitch. And I happen to like his bitch. So, you know, we're doing it together. Here y'all do. Yeah. Well, what do you do for her other than partying with her all the time? I fuck her! <laughs> I give her orgasms? I don't know. I mean, partying she, is not supporting her. She tell me. I mean, I told her. I mean, tell me what you want to do. I mean, if, if you want to be if you, if you be in a relationship with me, I support you. I mean, I work every day for a living. I got a good job, man. Like, I'm a man. What do you do? She, she comes to me and cries to me and complains to me about you. Always complaining, always never doing nothing. She, like, to what, me, what? she complains to me about you. Yeah. Complaining to her. She complains to me and I put my dick in her mouth and I say, shut up, bitch. He's my boy. That's my boy. He's a little bitch. Suck on the nuts. First of all. Second of all, he said, tell me what you want to do. I'll support you. I'd like to get my girlfriend back. Is that okay? How do you feel about that? Bro, come on, man. Oh, poor guy. Every day. You see me going out spending money on No, I do everything myself. I got car problems. I work on my own car. Got something going on around the house. Okay. It was like technical issues. I'll fix it myself. The, the question. Your tennis shoes are broken and you'll fix them Is yourself? Is that what he said? Yeah, he did. He yeah. said, I got my shoes, tennis shoes problem. I'll fix it myself. <laughs> A tennis shoe problem. You know. I've never said, my tennis <laughs> shoes are broken. I got to fix them this weekend. <laughs> Pumas all fucked up. <laughs> I gotta get those in the shop. Astrid, yeah. There's like the honeydew list. Yeah. <laughs> Fix broken shoes. Frick's roof. Yeah. Fix the filter. Oh, change the, pool. the oil. Right. Yeah. yeah. Fix. Shoes. <laughs> Fix shoes. Fix my scroungy ass shoes. I gotta put new laces on and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard something so stupid in my life. My shoes are broken. I'll fix them. Well, credit to you, my friend. Yeah, you do have a lot of money. you do have a lot of time on your hands. I'm not saying don't work hard or whatever. Yeah. Okay. The question is, I don't sense that she's really in love with you. And if there's no romance there at this age, I don't know 18. what kind of future. Yeah, she's 18. I mean, yeah, you never, should never yeah, marry yeah, an 18 yeah, year old age. at all. You want to know why? Because you're a different person. <laughs> yes. Five years from then, and then five years from then. I read an interesting thing. You know, um, oh, who's the lady who does that podcast about relationships? The famous uh, podcaster. I'm going to say Ethel Merman, but it's not Ethel Merman. (laughs) Esther. Esther. um, Esther, whatever her name is. Anyway, she's like a famous relationship psychiatrist. She's a couple therapist. She does live sessions and puts it into podcast format so you can listen to to these conversations that are going on. It's super fascinating. I saw her on, I don't know, a clip or something, and she said – you should never get feel settled when your relationship because every 10 years or what she really said was every eight years, human beings yeah. are completely different in an eight year cycle. And I think that's I true. It was seven years, but yeah. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, seven, eight, uh, the seven year itch. Yeah. This girl at 21 years old is going to not be the same human being. So don't worry. She's about 18. It, bro. Yeah. She's 18. Move on. It's all good. First of all, <laughs> second of all, why are these grown ass men hounding after this 18 year old? The beach. It seems there's more going on there than there is here. Look, man, if you would have been real with me, honestly, you're supposed to be my bro. And this is my girl. 
You feel me? I told you from no, 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 the no. jump. But look, 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 look. <laughs> I told you from the jump I was going to fuck her. <laughs> the jump. I said, dude, don't get too comfy. I'm coming in behind. Don't get too comfy. I'm coming in behind. I'm hot. I'm coming in hot. <laughs> I told you from the jump. I told you from the jump I was going to fuck you, girl. <laughs> I'm going to start saying yeah. the jump. Hey, more. bro. Yeah. <laughs> Carl. Hey, Perry. Yo, it's me, TJ. Listen, I just want to give you a call and let you know. I'm going to fuck your girl. Okay, talk to you soon. <laughs> See you at the party? Bet. Bet. <laughs> Bet. 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 We could have had a three-way or something, you feel me? Oh. No, no, no. What? Yeah, we could have had a three-way. three-way. <laughs> He's getting desperate now. I think you're real hot. <laughs> I've, been, I've been meaning to suck your dick. <laughs> He's I've been, been meaning desperate. to suck your dick. No, 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 I don't share, man. Yeah. I uh, usually don't either, but when it's, when it's like my brother, man, yeah, Okay, all right, I get it, we get it, we know what happens. Oh my gosh, there's a little taste of one of the more demure Jerry Springer shows, so you can imagine how crazy it gets. Do yourself a favor, dig around YouTube, you'll find lots. We're telling you from the jump. We're telling you from Do the it. jump. Telling you from the jump, yeah. I'm going to fuck your girl. <laughs> I love it. I love the honesty. At least, yeah. the, at least TJ didn't hold back. Yeah. Well, I mean, if when you're invited on the Jerry Springer show to talk about your love triangle that the other one's not aware of, <laughs> right. I guess honesty is the best policy yeah, at that point. Yeah. It is. <laughs> when they clear the chairs off stage, you know that and means install it's serious. the bodyguards. Yeah, and install the bodyguards. <laughs> it's serious. But I don't think that Perry was ever a threat because that no. guy, honestly, ah, it's me, Perry. <laughs> Just here to hang out with everybody. <laughs> Uh, poor Perry. Poor I do Perry. feel bad for him. But uh, I also feel bad for Jerry Springer's family. Uh, you know, yes. love him, hate him, take him, leave him, whatever it is. From the jump, I told you Jerry was crazy. So I told you I was going to fuck he's Jerry. He's an OG. Yeah, he's an OG. God bless him. On your way, my man. See yeah. you soon. Thanks for all the good times. We certainly appreciate it. TCBpodcast.com. That's where you go to find out more information about Chrissy and I when we pass away. Uh, you can listen to all the audio. You can watch all the video. You can get your 21 EPM sticker by hitting the Contact Us button. Email us your physical address with your name so that we can send it off to you. And we'll do that. Yeah, we do that every week. We send out a package of uh, a bunch of them. So, um, And if you don't get yours, and it's been a couple of weeks, and this has happened. It's the U.S. Post Office. So, you know, shit happens. If you don't get yours in a couple weeks and you've already written in, make sure to write in again and say you didn't get it, and we'll make sure we send you out a new one. No problem. We're just wasting a bunch of postage here on your behalf. (laughs) Yeah, use Uh, that tracking number. Yeah, use that tracking number. The tracking number. You think we're paying for (laughs) tracking numbers? Jesus. 855-TCB-8383. 1-855-TCB-8383. That's where you go to send us a text message. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas. We're taking them all. And toll-free from anywhere around the world. We'll pick up the charges. TCB Podcast on TikTok. Please go and follow us at The Commercial Break on Instagram and YouTube.com slash The Commercial Break for fully edited video episodes. It's a completely different show when you watch it online, and we'd love you to do that. And do subscribe, like, on your favorite video. Okay, Chrissy, I guess that's all my voice is going to take today, so... I love you. I love you. Best to you. And best to you. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and we must say. Goodbye. Goodbye. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.